Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Texas Prison Story Family Salute. Cell phones in prisons are more common in prison than you would think. All across the country in our nation's prisons, prisoners are using cell phones to run their criminal enterprises, conduct businesses, and stay in contact with their families. The smuggling of cell phones into prisons as contraband items has become a big and profitable business for guards and correctional officers who are quick to take advantage of making a dollar. The federal government is taking notice by enacting new and stiffer penalties for both guards and prisoners alike when they get caught with cell phones in prison. To the security conscious prison administrators, Cell phones in prison are an epidemic that they are desperately trying to curtail. With the large amounts of money changing hands for the contraband items, the temptation will always be there for both guards and prisoners. I've been in prison in the federal system for 19 years now. Personally, I have never had a cell phone or attempted to get one, but being in the prison environment, I have seen, heard, and witnessed what happened with cell phones over the years. I can relate my experiences to you. For informational purposes only, of course, I first experienced a cell phone epidemic in 1999 when I transferred to FCI Fort Dix in New Jersey, a low-security federal prison. Right when I got there, a dude I will call Jeff approached me and asked me if I needed to make a call. He went on to explain that the first call was free, but any call made after that was three books of stamps or about $15 at the time. I politely declined because I did not know the dude, and it was my first time in a low-security prison. I'd heard all types of stories of dudes going down to the lows and getting busted and set up for this type of thing. But after I'd been on the compound for a while, I found out Jeff was a pretty stand-up guy, and cell phones were just his hustle. He'd been at the camp at Fort Dix before and had an elaborate scheme where one of his homeboys would toss the phones over the fence of a low, prearranged spot and Jeff would pick them up and sell them for about $200 to $300 on a compound and charge $15 for unlimited, unmonitored calls. It was his hustle, and it was an awesome hustle. At the time, the consequences of getting caught with a cell phone were not that serious. It was only considered a 300 series shot. Minor. But that would soon change on us. I got sent back up to a medium-high security institution shortly after that for writing an article in Don Diva magazine that called the United States to stage a drug war, crime trials, where prosecutors and federal judges would be put on trial for crimes committed against citizens of the United States. And in the medium-highs, the cell phones were less prevalent, but still there. They were going for about $500 at the medium-high. 
I was at FCI Fairton, and a lot of the Mafia guys already had cell phones. I had a lot of friends in camps, and they were calling my wife on their cell phones regularly and talking to her and telling her to tell me hello. I even had some of their numbers on my prison monitored phone list. I would call them at the camp and see what was up. They would tell me I needed to get a get to a camp pronto. That was life in the feds. With the consequences for cell phones being minor, everyone, especially those at a camp, that didn't last long, though. With the cell phone epidemic reaching epic proportions, the Bureau of Prison acted decisively and changed the shot for cell phones from the light 300 series to a much more serious, serious 100 series, which was the highest in severity of charges in federal system. They started writing prisoners who got caught with cell phones 100 series shots and throwing them in the hole and transferring them to higher security facilities. This was a big change because for the 300 series shots, prisoners would lose their commissary for 30 to 60 days. But for the 100 series shots, they get thrown in the hole for 60 days, lose 41 days of good time, plus phone, commissary, and visiting privileges for six months when they got caught. On top of that, they would lose their camp status and be transferred to a higher security prison that was much more dangerous. In 2006, I transferred to FCI Loretto in Pennsylvania, and they had several guards bringing in cell phones, text messengers, and even smartphones. Prisoners were going on the internet, posting on MySpace, Facebook, texting their friends and family, even snapping photos and posting them on social network sites, all from prison. The phones were going from 500 to 800 at that time, and a lot of dudes had them. The SIS staff who were in charge of prison investigations were going nuts trying to find out who had the phones. They knew some of the Mafia guys had phones and went on a rampage, shaking down and ripping apart the lockers and rooms of anybody with an Italian name. There was one crazy convict from Boston who used to send photos of his penis, a la Brett Favre, to girls he would meet on MySpace and Facebook. The girls would send back images of their private parts, which dudes would show to all his friends. The girls had no idea this guy was in prison. He never got busted or caught with the phone either, but other dudes did. It became a regular occurrence to see people get caught with the phones. Nowadays, the feds are giving prisoners caught with the phone outside free world cases. I was just in the hole last spring here at FCC Forest City in Arkansas with a dude who got busted with two cell phones. He got an outside case and got three more months on top of his sentence. He told me that even for two cell phones, he could have only got six more months, but he was in the hole for almost nine months going to court for the case and was eventually transferred to a higher level prison. And he got his phone privileges taken for five years, if you can imagine that. But he said it was worth it because when he was on the compound, he had a sweet hookup similar to the one I described above with Jeff. And he told me he was making a killing selling phones and had his money stashed up and it was worth it. A serious business the feds and the state prison people aren't playing when it comes to these phones still they can't stop them because their officers want to make money a certain rapper dude whose name i won't disclose but was in prison with me allegedly had a cell phone the whole time he was in prison he was conducting his business making plans finalizing the deal on his new reality tv show when his phones were found in searches and shakedowns he would just place an order for another one he would have it within two or three days, paying up to 1500 for it. One time they found two iPhones in his stash spot, but he didn't sweat it. 
he had another one by the end of the week. But this is just hearsay, word on the pound, so who knows if it's really true. The administration here seems to think that cell phones are coming in through visiting rooms and they have changed up the whole visiting room policy because of this. My whole bid, I've been able to hold my wife's hand during visits. Now to the administration here saying that cell phones are coming in through visits, I can't hold hands with my wife anymore. I can only hug and kiss her when she enters and leaves. And the rest of the visit is no contact. They've even gone so far as to say the kids can't sit on their father's laps during visits anymore. They're saying that there's no touching allowed at all. It's horrible. It's crazy times in the feds. I'm glad that I'll be out in the next couple of years because it's only getting worse in here. The prison establishment knows their guards are the ones bringing it in, but they blame us and make our lives harder. Recently, someone offered to sell me a cell phone, but I declined. I don't want that trouble.